Hey everyone, this is Lisa Welsh, owner of Vitality Farms Company, coming at you today to talk to you about my favorite microgreen, Swiss chard. Mm, I'm really kind of lying because it's totally not my favorite. But I figured I'd give you guys some information about it because it is quite popular to grow. It is also quite difficult to grow for a lot of people. So, relax, find a nice cup of coffee, something to wake you up in the morning. I'm usually jack, so usually I just grab a soda and I go. But anyhow, you guys are ready to learn some cool things about Swiss chard. So, did you know that Swiss chard is pretty much the king of all nicknames? Like, it kind of is. It's got the nickname Silver Beet, Spinach Beet, Crab Beet, Sea Kale Beet, Mangold Chard, White Beet, Perpetual Spinach, Strawberry Spinach, Roman Kale, or if we're, Bright Lights. Those are some crazy nicknames. Now, in case you missed it, which I know none of y'all did, because you are some smart folks, because you're listening to me. But you notice that half of the ones were spinach beet, crab beet, sea kale beet? That's because Swiss chard is closely related to beets and actually has the same scientific classifications. But beets are usually cultivated for the root, whereas Swiss chard is grown for the leaves. If you didn't know that, whoa, it's early in the morning and you've already learned something interesting. So, Swiss chard, however, or not however, Swiss chard is pretty bitter if eaten raw, even at the microgreen status, at the stage. It's not as bitter as it would be if you were eating full-on Swiss chard grown to the adult stages. Um, And this is mostly caused by oxalic acid, which is in the vegetable. Did you know that oxalic acid... And if you eat large quantities of oxalic acid, it's actually not good for you. So if you have a health issue for, you know, kidney stones, something like that, you definitely want to check with your doctor before you eat a ton of Swiss chard. However, if you're eating it, again, as a microgreen, which is how you're going to eat it, because we're microgreen farmers or growers or consumers or whatever. But you can have some. You'll still get all the nutrients out of it, but it won't be as hard on your, on your stomach. Um, so anyhow, there's a little fun fact for you. Oh, did you know that people say Swiss chard is very popular in most Mediterranean countries, but has not truly caught on in the United States? Hmm, kind of interesting. Do you know how big Swiss chard can get? 28 inches high. It is extremely pretty in your garden. Um, not necessarily your garden, but in... That's the wrong word. Well, I call it a farm. So it's a garden. It's a farm. It's whatever you want it to be. In our grow room, I like the Swiss chard because it looks really pretty. Um, Just the colors are just always so bright. And they actually have a new one out that we are currently growing pretty consistently. It is a Swiss chard and beet mix. Um, I think it's called Sprinkles. Yes. And uh, we have that at the farmer's market and in grow kits if you need anything. The link will be in the show notes, but you know how to find me. Anyhow, if you want to try it, it is a fun seed to grow. And like I said, because they're so close related, it it is awesome. Okay, now did you know that in an adult version of Swiss chard, one cup 
chopped has 35 calories and more than 300% of the daily value for vitamin K. That's a lot. So do you know then that if you take that equivalent and you break it down into what you would need for a microgreens, did you need to eat one eighth of a cup of Swiss chard? Do you know how little that is? Mm. It's little. That's all I can say. Very, very little. So it's also known to be a nutritional powerhouse vegetable packed with vitamins, nutrients, and health benefits. It helps to regulate blood sugar levels, prevents various types of cancers, improves digestion, boosts the immune system, reduces fever, and combats inflammation, lowers blood pressure, prevents heart disease, increases bone strength and development, detoxifies the body, and strengthens the functioning of the brain. Um, Y'all, I don't know why we eat anything but vegetables. Or do we? Are we all plant-based? If you're plant-based and that's what you eat, please message me. I have been working on crossing over into full-on plant-based. And um, I could use some, not necessarily encouragement, but I could use some wisdom. There's a few areas where I am stuck and it is causing me some issues. But I got some good new books coming and hopefully it'll help. Oh, and also, Swiss chard also has a lot of beta-carotene, which has been linked to healthy eyes, and a reduction in muscular degeneration, glaucoma, and other related conditions. But, have you ever seen, I don't know what versions of Swiss chard you guys have seen, I'm sure, like most people, they've seen, uh, there's a magenta sunset Swiss chard, it's gorgeous. It is so gorgeous. It's delicate. It's got delicate pale leaves. They're green. And then they have this eye-catching, bright, bright red stem. Yes, they are awesome. And did you know that these microgreens also have vitamin K, A, and C? And a lot of protein and dietary fiber and antioxidants. Man, this is really good for you. Oh, and there's one more thing they have. Um, they have this thing called, what is it? It's, um, betalin, and they have shown, um, betalin pigments have repeatedly shown to support activity within the body's detoxifying process, activating and, un- and processing unwanted toxic substances. I, you know, I wonder, all these vegetables do a lot of things, and a lot of them will do one thing, which is detoxify the body. But y'all, what are we eating that we got so many toxic things in our body? Hmm. Enter. I'm not going to say it. So, um, a lot of times, oh, and here's the cool thing. So, do you think Swiss chard sounds like it might be from Switzerland? Ah, you guys aren't dumb. No, it ain't from Switzerland. Its actual homeland of chard lies further south. The Mediterranean region. Chard and beets share the same genius and species as I told you before. But they both originate from the wild sea beet, which is a wild seashore plant found growing among the Mediterranean and Atlantic coast of Europe and North Africa. Instead of accentuating its roots like beets, charred leaves charred leaves have been allowed to grow big and broad so that they can be used for cooking and eating raw. Um, Microchard is a little bit different. 
because it's harvested weeks in advance, so it can be used as a garnish. The green still packs the same flavor as the adult version. So you're not going to change anything when you eat them as a microgreen, obviously. And some people like Swiss chard and some people don't. Um, beets is one of those other ones where if you like it or hate it. I personally just felt like I wasn't exposed to it enough. Therefore, um, that might be why. So let's get into what you do if you're a grower, shall we? Oh, but how, wait, hang on. What do you want to eat with your Swiss chard? I mean, like, really, it's all you know that it's really pretty, vibrant colors. The, um, what is it, the rainbow Swiss chard? Yes. It has this gorgeous yellow. So some stems are bright, bright yellow and some are bright red. It just looks really nice on a plate. But they look really colorful on almost any protein. So might I recommend fish or <laughs> meat if you, you know, still eat meat. Um, it also is complemented by certain other ingredients. One of those ingredients would be citrus. Mm, garlic, tomatoes, peppers, olive oil, and barley, artichokes. <laughs> and of course you can always combine it with beets, right? Um, chicken, bacon, cream cheeses, um, parmesan, and herbs such as basil and arugula. I wonder, arugula ooh, and basil, oh, hmm, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna do some experimenting because I happen to have in my grow room right at this moment, basil, arugula, some chard, and some Chinese mahogany, and what else? Oh, peas, sunflower, and something else. But since I have quite a bit grown in there, I'm gonna combine and make a um, mixed blend and see what I come up with. I always find that when I make those mixes, they just sell out at the market, for one, but for two, they're kind of a lot of fun. The other cool part is combining what they're good for together. So anyhow, what we want to tell you is when you grow chard, you want to use soil. You want to pre-soak it for about 8 to 12 hours in cold water, which means you want to deal with that pesty, pesty little hole because that thing does not like to come off. The blackout period is usually, I think, between 6 and 8 days, so say 7 if I'm just going off my memory. Um, germinations, 3 to 4 days. Um, and the estimated time to harvest is 10 to 12 days. So your, your crop's gonna have these green leaves and these dark red stems. There's pictures on our website if you don't know what they look like. They're gorgeous. And if you want like complete growing directions, I totally have the PDF on all the little cheat sheets in my notes. So you can certainly get that. I think it's like just a few dollars. Um, and when you harvest these microgreens, dude, cut close to the soil line so you can feature that beautiful stem. Another thing, if you want some really, really trick tricks, I'm going to tell you, adding a teaspoon of liquid kelp to the water is super beneficial, specifically with chards. Um, and you want to make sure this large seed is completely covered so it stays moist. You want to keep your seeds at a steady temperature between 75 and 80. That's when they do the best. 
And after germination, so after they start to go, you got them uncovered. Dude, don't keep them moist. Keep them slightly damp. But you don't really want to keep them too moist at all. And if this, if when you're ready to harvest them, like me, man, those seed holes are just sticking out of there. Wait a few more days. Give that leafy canopy a little bit of time to kind of keep growing. And then guess what? Take your squirt bottle, squirt the top, place a plastic sheet over the top, and the holes will start to fall off a lot easier. So those are your tips. This is Swiss chard. This is what we know. I hope you guys learned something interesting. If you got anything interesting for me, let me know. Um, we're going to keep continuing along with this season two, basically going through every single crop and what they're all about. Don't worry, it won't just always be like this because, you know, I'm sure you guys want to hear about some other new products that I have developing. Because you know I do. I don't know why, but I do. So I have decided, it's not ready yet, but I have decided that I have so many people who would love to work with my ideals and I have so many ideals I cannot even begin to do them all. I mean, they just keep coming. Exactly who to sell it to, how to sell it, how to market it, how to do everything. Just not the time to execute it. So I'm doing um, some consulting and some basically, I wouldn't call it coaching. I guess I'd be calling it like brainstorming where you kind of can call me, set up a meeting, tell me what uh, either you've got going on in your marketplace or what, what the struggle is, what product are you having trouble moving. And then I will hopefully off the top of my head be able to give you some great ideas i happen to have an entire book literally a 250 page book full of different things that i would like to do with microgreens so and basically you can have one of them because i'm never going to get that far and if our goal my goal is to change the way the world eats vegetables then i need all y'all to help me because the world is a big place and it definitely needs to start with you. So, I implore you, if you're interested, please reach out. Um, it should be done. The website should be done so people can book sessions when I have time. Um, but let me know. I would love to help you guys help me rock the world. Because at the end of the day, we are all in this together. So, have a great day, you guys. Um, and I'll talk to you next week. When we're going to go through, let's see, we got Swiss chart. I don't even know what we got up next week. Because there's just too many vegetables in the world. No, hang on, let's see. We should have, oh, this is not alphabetical order. Dude, that makes it hard. I'm going to say it's either, uh, it looks like sunflowers. Oh, I love sunflowers. That's my favorite. Because you can make sunflower chips out of them. You can make, oh, and dehydrated. Ooh, and then dehydrated with the right additional ingredients, but it does the flavor. Ooh. Well, next week, you're going to want to be around. You're going to want to hear what we do. And if you guys need any information, hit me up. And I'll talk to you next week.